I was not expecting that. I was not expecting that. I love you guys too. I love you guys so much. It's <laughs> I really appreciate that. I love you guys. That was awesome. That made me feel really loved. Wow. Is this water for me? Can I use this? I'm very thirsty. Every time I speak, I get really thirsty. Take, can I? I'm going to. Yeah, every time, every time I speak, I get so thirsty. I was like, man, if there was just a bottle of water up here, the Lord provides. The Lord provides. Okay, so I'm very excited to be speaking with you guys before we do small groups. Like Hannah and Harika just said, my name is Malachi. I've been a leader here at UD for about two years. I've been going to real life as a whole for about four. And I love UD. I love what... UD has always stood for what it's always been, an amazing place for young people to learn about the truth of Jesus, and I've been changed by UD coming here for so long. So if this is your first time, or you've maybe been here for a couple times and you're not as invested or, or in it, you know, I think this is an amazing place, so you're right where you need to be. If this is your first time, I think I talked to one guy over here or something like that before service. If it's your first time, Welcome. We love that you're here. All the leaders love that you're here, and I'm excited. So I'm not going to talk for too long because I want to get deep into small groups, and I think we're going to have some really good conversations. So I'm just going to pray, and we're going to get into it. God, thank you so much for your love, your grace, your mercy, your goodness, your kindness. God, thank you for what you've done to bring us here. Thank you, God, that you sent your son Jesus to die for us, God, so that we can rejoice and we can have life eternally. God, I pray every word that I would speak would be from you and not from me, God. I pray that it would touch one soul, one heart in this room. In Jesus' name, amen. So I'm going to expose and talk about a lie that is deep in the church and it's deep in most young Christians. And that is the lie that you have to be perfect to attain the favor, love, and grace of God. I'm going to talk about for a few minutes how I've seen in my own personal life, and I've seen in a lot of the lives of young people here at UD, and even older people who go to real life church, at some point, whether Christian or non-Christian, we come up against this obstacle of I have to earn the love of God and I have to, to seek the love of God and I have to will myself to even be presentable before him. And I'm going to expose that this is a lie and anybody who believes that in this room, hopefully what I say over the next couple minutes will encourage you that you will never be able to earn God's love, but it's a free gift. So... Um, I'm going to start in Genesis 3, 8, 11, 8, Genesis 3, verse 8 through 11. Hopefully it'll be behind me. But it reads in the New King James Version, And they heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God among the trees of the garden. Then the Lord God called to Adam and said, Where are you? So he said, I heard your voice in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked, and I hid myself. And he said, he being God, who told you that you were naked? Have you eaten from the tree of which I've commanded you that you should not eat? That's Genesis 3, 8 through 11. So the backstory of this verse, 
This is, in, in some cases, the most pivotal part of the Bible. It is right after Adam and Eve sin against God. They eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. They disobey God's one command in the Garden of Eden. He said, you can have all this stuff. You can enjoy all of this creation, but just don't eat the fruit of, uh, the, fruit of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. They did that. They disobeyed against God. And instantly, as you can see in the verse, they become ashamed of themselves. Now, before they were in the, the presence of God, they, they walked with God, they talked with God, they loved God, and they were with him. But when they disobeyed, there was a disconnect. There was a breaking. There was dissonance between humanity and God for the first time in history. And the first thing that is described is that they were ashamed of themselves. The first thing that was described when they disobeyed God was shame, following by realization. Now, when you're, when you're free in God's love, there's, there's, there's sort of an ignorance that comes with it. You're not aware of how people see you because you're clothed in God's righteousness. You're, you're seen by him, so... The, the ways of the world and the desires of the world and the, the, the thoughts that people have about you simply don't matter because you're God's daughter, you're God's son. But we see in this story that the first thing, or rather the second thing that they understand is that they're naked, they're ashamed, and they realize what they've done. First time in history that that's ever happened. And then the third thing happens is that they hide. They realize what they've done, they realize how they sin, and then they hide. And I feel like that's so many of us at one point. Actually, no, not I feel like. I know that that's every person that has existed and will ever exist who, being sinful people, we've sinned against God. We understand that sin, and then what happens? We're ashamed. And then when we're ashamed, we become disconnected. And then when we're disconnected, we hide, and we recede, and we fade, and we go back. And we know that God is good, and we know that God is perfect and we, and we know he's loving, but the sin that we just committed, it's, it, it's too much for God. He's not able to, to withstand it. I'm, 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 I'm a sinner. I'm going to go over here and recede into the darkness knowing that, yes, you've sinned. The Bible says that all have sinned and fallen short of God's glory, but God is also merciful and graceful. Merciful, graceful, and loving. And I feel like there's been this big lie that I've seen many young people believe, I've believed this at one point, sometimes I even continue to believe it, is that I need to earn God's grace and favor for me. That it is not something that is merely given. God's grace can't be given because I have to earn it. I have to work myself to do it. I have to, to pray enough and I have to say a bunch of prayers enough and I have to read the Bible enough and then I have to raise my hands at UD enough and then I have to, I have to serve at the storehouse enough and I have to give $50 every week enough and then I have to be perfect in my classes enough and I have to be perfect with my friends and my parents enough and I got to put down the pornography and I got to put down the vaping and I got to stop smoking and then I'll receive God's grace. Then I will receive God's goodness. But that's a lie. Like I said at the beginning, that's a lie that we, especially as young people, have been so conditioned to believe. With so much temptation in the world, with so much temptation on Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok, toxic friends that we know we should walk away from, but we don't. 
toxic relationships that we know we should put down, but we don't. That boy, that girl that we know is bringing us away from God, but you know, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna see if they, I'm, I'm just really gonna see if, if they can really just start believing God. I'm gonna take them to UD and they're just gonna, you know, all these lies that we tell ourselves. That's a lie. And that's not gonna work. I wanna tell you, if you're struggling with that, it's not gonna work. So it's best if you hear that now, you, you can't save anybody. And the thing about this verse and what I talked about saving yourselves and working for it, you can't save yourself either. You are unable to save yourself. I feel like we think so much that if I just will myself, if I just will myself, if I just, if I just walk away from the sin that I know I'm committing, if I, if I just clean up and get sober or, or stop going to those parties or do a little bit better in school or, you know, start reading my Bible more, then that will wash over the stain in my life. But the only thing that can do that is Jesus. The only thing that can do that is Jesus. Now, God loves us and he's graceful. He's merciful. He wants us to come to him, but he also hates our sin. He doesn't want our sin attached to us, and he wants us to be rid of it. And for someone in this room who does not know, and maybe for those who have gone to church and already do know, the only person that can do that is God's son, Jesus Christ, who died on the cross for us. That if we put faith and trust in that, that we will be saved, that we will be redeemed. We were, we were singing some, some lyrics that says, you, well, I, I was about to say the lyrics. I just forgot it, but it's pretty much, we're redeemed only by his blood. We're saved only by his blood. You're not saved by what you do. You're not saved by how much you feel you've accomplished. Even though that may give you validation, the Bible says that we are justified only by Jesus. You are not justified by your works. You are not justified by how good you think you are doing. Only by Jesus are you justified. Only by Jesus are you saved. Period. (laughs) I heard that, period. (laughs) And then I just have a few verses to talk about to to really hammer this home. Firstly is Romans 5.8. But God demonstrates his love, his own love rather, sorry, toward us in that while we were all sinners, Christ died for us. I want to pay attention to that specific wording that God has, through Jesus Christ, already demonstrated his love for you. So what makes you think that you can earn it? If the love of God has been demonstrated through Jesus Christ on the cross who came down as a sinless, perfect being with a mission to save those in whom he loved from sin, what do you think that you can earn it? What makes you think that you can earn it? But it's the beautiful sacrifice that Jesus has done on the cross that has set us free. But God demonstrates his own love toward us that while we were sinners, while you were dead in your sin, while you're probably habitually in this sin, I'm sinning, I've sinned, Christ died for us. Secondly, Ephesians 2.8, for by grace you have been saved through faith and that is not of yourselves. It is the gift of God. You are not saved by yourself. You are not redeemed by yourself. But it is only by God's grace and what he has done on the cross that makes you acceptable to him. We tell ourselves lies of what we have to do to earn it. I just spoke 
two verses, Romans 5, 8 and Ephesians 2, 8, God has already demonstrated your love, or his love, sorry, so you don't have to earn that. He's already lavished upon us his grace that is not from your human hands, so you can't earn that either. He's demonstrated his love and showcased his grace through Jesus Christ, unequivocally, once and for all, period. <laughs> and the last one is Romans three twenty three. for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God, that we've all sinned, we've all been beaten down by sin, we're all sinful people who have an inherent sin nature that will proceed into our last breath, but I want to tell everyone in this room that your works do not define you, your works do not save you, whatever is in your life that you feel saves you, I want you to know that it doesn't. But that is by Jesus alone, by his life, death, burial, and resurrection that we find eternal life. One of the most famous scriptures in the Bible is John 3.16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever would believe would not perish but have everlasting life. The Bible doesn't say whosoever works hard enough for it and attains it and tries to will themselves will inherit eternal life. It says those who believe. So I want to ask everyone in this question, are you, or with this question, sorry, are you willing to simply believe? Or do you, are you still trapped in this fact that I have to earn God's love? I have to will myself towards God's love or it's not going to be there. I want to ask you this question. Will you simply believe and trust in who Jesus said he was in his mission on this earth to save you? Will you simply just believe?